Geeks! Hello and welcome to episode 87 of Geeks, the world's number one entertainment podcast recorded in this room. I'm your host, Al White, and joining me a full house. Woohoo! Whoop. Are there four people in a full house? I think so. No? There's at least five cards. <laughs> okay, okay. Let's walk it back a little bit. Then. <laughs> in my... Uh, yeah, a full house. We're going full house. Mm-hmm. Um, Tanner Cheetah. Hello. You lost time on the podcast for a little bit. Because mm-hmm. you were about to fly out from England <laughs> to, you've been drinking, uh, to Japan. <laughs> it's going to no, be a fun I'm okay, show. I'm okay. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, this is your kind of sign off for a little bit. Um, unless I join you guys on the online podcast. Yeah, yeah, which is exciting. Oh, all right. Yeah, it's starting <laughs> Not just possible, oh, yeah, but yeah. exciting. It is. Yeah. Uh, Haruka Abe, you're joining us again? Hello, it's me again. Sorry, guys. Quite right, quite right. And from San Francisco, Michael Avila. Oh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> Usually it's uh, Mikey Nooch, but yep. I, I appreciate the Michael. Very nice. Sorry to full name you. Right. Uh, people obviously know you from a few old podcasts, but if they don't, who are you? What the fuck are you doing? What am I doing? Yeah, why are you here? Uh, just, I'm in London. You are in London. Yeah. Visiting you guys. Decided to jump on a plane and head on over. So I'm here. That's pretty much that's, what happened. That's really all <laughs> that's it is. That's the actual story. Like, literally, that's all that happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Good to have you with us. Thank you very much. Yeah. And also, it's your first time mm-hmm. in England, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. What, what was your first impression of England? Uh, should I do a joke answer or just go for... Yeah, do both. Okay. Well, it was terrible. <laughs> and now that's for the, the truth. And now, for, <laughs> and now for the joke. Yeah, yeah I like it. But no, it's, uh, it's beautiful. Love it. Uh, kind of reminds me of home. So like it's. And that's a joke? No, that's that's the truth. Oh, okay. You ruined the joke part. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, and to clarify, clarification, your home is Montreal. Yeah, I'm from Montreal originally. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay, I've never been. I've been to Canada a few times. Never been to Montreal, and we've been walking around both like the dense sort of middle city bits of London, and then today we went more out to Notting Hill, yeah. around the backs of Holland Park and stuff. And you were saying quite a lot of it reminds you of Montreal. Yeah, like the the city parts, the little more the the uh, the more. Notting Hill actually quite a bit so a lot of parts remind me of a lot of parts back home okay so I don't know it just feel it feels good feels right that makes me want to go to Montreal because you're mm-hmm. just like I want a smaller yeah. version you should have gone to Montreal mm-hmm. regardless of what I said because <laughs> it's such a great city well that's what everybody says <laughs> yeah it's true. the number one place you want to move to when America yep. gets too shitty go to Montreal oh really um, more than Vancouver I feel like west coast uh, residents oh, want to go up, up to Vancouver but right, maybe right 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 because everyone, when they say, like a lot of Californians, when they say, oh, I've been to Canada. And it's always Vancouver. It's yep. always mm-hmm. Vancouver. No one wants to make the trip to the East Coast, mm-hmm. which I get. Mm. But the East Coast is the best coast. Mm. Oh, interesting. <laughs> oh. Not, not the same as America. Well, but you do live in the West Coast. I do live in the West Coast. Yeah. yeah. I do miss the East Coast, though. Um, mm. yeah, I've, yeah, I did Vancouver and I've done Toronto and I've done Regina. Um, mm. Saskatchewan? Yeah. <laughs> or... <laughs> That one sucked. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Vancouver, I was oh. really, I'm pretty certain we have no Regina listeners. <laughs> so we're fine. Um, Vancouver was a disappointment for me. Like, I'd really put it up in my head, like, this is the place I want to move to. And then I got there, I was like, eh, it's just a big mm. city. Right. Didn't there's, really do it. It's a pretty big oh, really? film industry there, TV mm. and film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, one of the biggest in Canada. Yeah. 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 Like a, a, almost anything from the CW is, almost, is probably filmed in well, Vancouver. that's a great reason not to go. <laughs> no, wait. I mean, <laughs> I'm not arguing with you. I'm just saying. <laughs> um, anyway, we're delighted to have you here, my friend. 
appreciate it. Thank we you. We haven't had you on the mm-hmm. podcast in a long time. I think maybe last time we are talking about our kind gun. And we're talking about Sil- Civil War, I think. Oh, yeah. We did the trailer. Yeah, the trailer. The trailer out for right. Civil it was War. you and I. We're doing the uh, basically the frame-by-frame recap of the trailer. We were, And wow. we got a few things right, actually. Some things we were sure. way off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah. We got a few things right in well. our predictions. And what's and really frustrating yeah. is what you were about to say. Sorry. Tamar, sorry. No, talking on which. Yeah, we are one yeah. day away right now. So, it's so very frustratingly when people listen to this, everyone will have seen the first uh, trailer for Avengers Infinity War. We have not yet <laughs> because no. we're in the countdown right now. It's not and we're out. a few hours away. Yeah. Um, so, frustrated because it would be nice to be able to talk about that. Um, mm. Or at least even do the same thing. Like, that could be just the thing that we do. So right. Whenever there's a new big Marvel. Well, we movie. have seen the, the teaser for the teaser of the trailer. We have. So there you go. Which mm-hmm. is comprised of old footage <laughs> of the old films right. with old trailer reactions to get you hyped for how excited, just how excited you should be. Yeah. It was like a Final <laughs> Fantasy E3 moment. It was like, please so, so we're halfway there then. We can, talk, we, we can talk about it. We've basically seen <laughs> Infinity War. If the trailer that comes is really good or really bad, we may need to do like 10 minutes extra. Well, you won't be here, so that would be convenient. Exactly, for you. yeah. <laughs> you may need to do we'll 10 pop minutes on for extra. Well, he can be on the plane phone, I'm sure. Oh, plane phone. Plane phones? Yeah, plane phone they have the that future. now, right? They have that now. Now? They've yeah. always like, had it. No, but not like... Like for people to use. You could just go yeah, and they've always ask, ask permission to go on the cockpit. For the longest time, like oh. when I was a kid going like international trips, there was like a phone and a wire in yeah. the seat and you yeah, could yeah, put your credit card. Yeah. Yeah. But they've got, like, they're, those are gone. They are, they're gone. But because, well, some flights are letting you use mobiles now as well. Right. Like it's all now changed. I'm mm. like old enough. I remember when you got to go up to the cockpit and go. And visit. Oh, yeah. 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 I've, I've been there. Yeah. yeah. Me cool. too. So much uh, yeah, so yeah, I'm frustrated about the Avengers because we're looking forward to it. We were just saying, no, it's kind of weird because that trailer is kind of stupid. Well, fan reactions. Yeah, none of us necessarily like it, but I think it's we were agreeing that we think it's useful for people who are general public and don't really understand. Oh, okay, this, these are all the films that are going to overlap into this one big film. Hmm. Um, but I'm a little bit, I don't know. I just feel as the Russo brothers, you've got to be a bit scared of just how much has been put on this, and we're going to get to it in the news in a second but um but yeah there's a lot riding on this and then the next avengers movie of just how important it's meant to be uh particularly since it's it's um oh, what's his name face james gunn who's mm-hmm. been put in control of where it's all going next he's like shepherding the next oh, right. uh, yeah, era yeah. so he's like what wave what, what are they called the waves like wave three phase Fa- four. phase four okay yeah phase so four. yeah the phases so are we like at the end of phase three was this all going to infinity war yeah yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So phase four is after that, I believe. Okay. I believe. Yeah. Um, anyway, we'll get to that one in a second because that's going to be in the news. I'm excited about this podcast. Do you know why? Why? I would like to say because you're here, but also because <laughs> no. we're going to be talking about the things we've been doing and what we've been doing today has been a fun day. We've got some great surprises <laughs> for people. I'm sad now. <laughs> <laughs> so today, all right, we went out, we walked around London. It's really cold here. Uh, we went to Notting Hill. Uh, we went to some Holland Park. We took a walk through Holland Park, we went to South Kensington, we went to Knightsbridge, went to the big old Harrods, had lots of food. We did. Mm. And then we went to a little thing called Winter Wonderland. Winter Wonderland. Winter Wonderland. <laughs> so Winter Wonderland is on once a year in England from like November the 17th, I think it is, till about the same time in January. So it runs for like, Yeah, the first mm, week of well, January. Yeah, just before. So it's just under two months, mm-hmm. which is quite a long time. It's actually. a long time for a fair. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and it takes over like the biggest park in central London, which is Hyde Park. It takes over uh, really just a sliver of it, but it seems mm-hmm. to be getting mm. bigger and bigger every year. Mm. Yeah, um, and it's fucking awesome. 
It's basically a huge <laughs> fun fair with loads of like European uh, style foods and markets and craft stalls. And, Christmas yeah, themed. Yeah. Christmas themed. Uh, we didn't find a talking tree this year. I don't know if he was there or not. But there's, oh. there's a giant. Oh, you didn't? No, I didn't find him. Oh. There's no. a giant man with a bird. Oh, yeah. There were a couple of giant mm. people, like talking people. Yep. I think that was just Al. <laughs> well, he was definitely one of them. Okay. Definitely, for sure. So there was at least one more. <laughs> uh, and yeah, there's tons of fun rides and proper, like, massive, like, roller coaster setups. Oh, that's kind of mm. new, I guess. Yeah, it was like. That's the last year. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, it doesn't like. They, they yeah. just. I mean, yeah. Um, cool. And my personal favorite, mm-hmm. they have fun houses there. How many fun houses do we have? Well, all right. So let's let's break this down for a second. When we went in, I said we're going on the fun house because I love the mirror maze that they have at the end of one of these fun houses. So we went in and we saw a fun house. And I was like, this isn't the one because it's not the mirror maze unless they've taken it away. I was worried for a second. So we went in, gave it a, a good go, survived it. it we did, we did survive it. Themes. Team success. Uh, yeah, was the yeah, that was clown themed. Yeah. So, Han, let's break this down right now, shall we? Because <laughs> we're going to be getting into this. Oh, yeah, it's- Tamar. For your information, I wasn't part of it. Tamara's so. not a part of this. Yeah. But me, Hurika, and, yeah. and Nooch when I did this. Tamara was uh, hanging Mikey. out with Cooler Crowned. Nah. So, you know. so, number one was called the Magic Circus. Magic okay. Circus. So, so we're going to break these down. Magic Circus. Number one, Clown Team. I'm writing it down. We have a spreadsheet happening? What's going on? Yeah, I should have started, I should have started a spreadsheet. Uh, then, we kept walking. Because we thought, okay, that was a good little, you know, taster for us to get ready for stuff. So, then we were walking. Then we found the one that I meant. And I'm just watching on my little video right here, which is called De Grossa Irgarten. I think it was an English name as well. We're going to call it De Grossa Irgarten. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> or just the, the Big. The Big. <laughs> the, the Grossa. <laughs> well, you can just say like that's, that's the, the Mirror Maze one. Yeah, so mm. that one had the Mirror Maze at the end, uh, which we'll get into in a second because we definitely had some moments of panic uh, in the Mirror <laughs> the And mirror I, maze. I walked into one of them. Then we were at one that was simply called so then we kept walking and then we saw a third one and we're like well you know what we should do because we got to come back to the podcast people are going to winter wonderland if you're in england and you're listening to this you got to go to winter wonderland and if you go to winter wonderland these fun houses cost five pound a go per person we are not being sponsored by winter wonderland <laughs> i would happily be sponsored by if there's anyone from winter wonderland representative listening i think there's a lot of crossover between the podcast and the Wonderland goers? I think it's really a, a prime demographic oh, okay. that we're hitting right now. Okay, okay. Um, so by the time we got to the third one, we're like, you know what? People need to know which funhouse to spend the money. Because a lot of money. You're taking your family in there. It can cost like 20 quid to get four people in there. It's a yeah, lot of money. Sure. So we spent well, I don't, 80 pounds yeah. to go to all of the funhouses, okay? Uh, we did Magic Circus, De Grosse Irgarten, uh, Funhouse... The third one's called Funhouse Fire Department. Oh, yes. Yeah, we'll get there. The Firehouse one. Yeah, yeah. And then we were like, okay, it was probably just three of them. Nope, there was another one, uh, which was... What was that? Oh, it was the, it was the polar one. Yeah. Uh, was it? I can't remember what that called. The snowy ice one. Polar ice place. Are you absolutely who, who, who sure that there's not one more? We did our best. I think okay. this was everything. And then there was a fifth one at the end called the Alpen Hotel. Which was which oh, that might be the one I've been to. Like yeah, Scandinavian themed, or yeah, yeah, yeah. That, well, no, I think it's like it's a Swiss Alps, or like it's right. definitely got a. Germanic so then there was a sixth one that we only noticed at the end when it was closing. It was the horror themed one. Yeah, oh, I've yeah. been on that before. I don't count that because it's not a fun house. It's definitely a horror ride, and people, real life people in there, touch you. <laughs> nah, hmm. which I do not appreciate. But how 
yeah how did you know that it was real people like because you... i turned around oh. and he's literally standing there as i'm moving away on the how do you car. know he was part of the ride he could have just been a very friendly no, i agree i agree <laughs> okay. and crazy joe just wandered in right <laughs> he touched you yeah well, like you know. I got touched. Look, he was make it was fifty fifty. He could have liked it. He could not liked it. He was like playing his odds. No, I'm like, hey, like I'm not knocking his approach. I'm just saying, <laughs> <laughs> didn't work for me. <laughs> okay, that's okay. all I'm saying. That's fair. Uh, so we've got five fun houses. All right. Now what we're gonna do is break down from our memory, and there are many repetitious things in these fun houses. Which one's the best? If you're gonna win a one's like, which fun house should you check out, and which one should you definitely not check out? Okay. And the rest are kind of up to you because okay. there's no middle ground here. So Magic Circles is the first one that I we w- did. I want to know Tanro's uh, opinion about all of these. Um, yeah. If you pre- how many listeners have stopped listening right now? <laughs> I'm trying to think about good questions to ask you guys. Okay. Yeah. Um, so well, some of them we did little videos of. So this is a Magic uh, Circus Tanro, and you can see a little bit of it mm-hmm, from mm-hmm. outside. Um, we didn't shoot a lot of that one, I'm afraid. Mm-hmm very basic stuff i found in there mm. it was a good intro one yeah you just said let's see you got like those like spinny things that you crush yourself through you got lots of things on the floor that just move up and i down. feel like it was a good intro to the funhouse night because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. there wasn't mm-hmm. anything crazy mm-hmm. just like here's some floor traps here's some yep. bouncy wall things yep. here's some air spring at mm-hmm. you a maybe slide. maybe a slide. Have, yeah. a slide yeah. so crucial to learn with these all the ones with slides for people like me who get stuck on slides and don't want to go down a tube slide right in case fully wait, wait 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 why do you get stuck i'm a fat boy i don't know i get stuck i have no idea why well, and hmm. i don't like being in the tube ones i get really scared okay. hmm. yeah no i've i hurt myself a, a couple of times where i got stuck halfway through but that was in one of the tube slides yeah it wasn't great that was the other thing i was going to say crucial to this first one it, well, no, sorry. Well, to finish the point, crucial is they all had an opportunity for you to walk downstairs if right. you didn't want to do the slide. Mm-hmm. So don't oh, panic okay. if you see a slide in one of these fun houses. There is a secondary mode of transport for you. Sure. Uh, but crucial to that first one was nobody got hurt on it. First fun house. Hmm. I did get stuck, but no one got hurt. No one got hurt. No one got, no one got hurt. hurt. Uh, injuries did occur at the later fun houses. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know if that was because it, they were like more complex or because we got a bit cocky. I think, yeah. but his yeah. Maybe. I think by the time you hit up your four fun house in an hour, mm-hmm. you're feeling pretty confident. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> and also the inverse of it started off being fun, but then it starts getting less fun. Yeah, as you go. <laughs> oh yeah, because then you're judging. You're like, this one's immediately above my pile. I was like, is it though? Like, or I, are you just like the novelty? I think at off? number three, I was like, I'm done. <laughs> like this is this. Is I have made. to admit. By the time we were like, we saw number five just before that, I was like, please don't let it be another five. Like, I, I was done at three, I think. <laughs> Although, we'll get there, but, you know, won me back a little bit. But still, I did hit that lull of, this is stupid. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could see it in your face. Yeah. yeah. But I knew what was coming, so I was ready. Okay. I was ready for you to turn around on that, Bowie. Um, this is my favorite podcast we've ever done. I'm so happy. Right? <laughs> so, so <laughs> number one, the Magic Circus. It was just all right on everything, I feel. Looking back on it, yeah. I think the only things that I liked about it was that it was our novel. It was our first one for the mm-hmm, night, so mm-hmm. you're encountering some things for the first time. Sure. You get yeah, so you get things that you push through. You get things that move on the ground. You get the rollers that you can pull yourself along. Right, you love them. Those are good. Was there more <laughs> magic or was there more circus? <laughs> Definitely more circus. More circus than magic. Yeah, yeah, there was a laughing yeah. crown. Oh, oh, crown clown. Sorry, I'm I'm Japanese. I'm yeah. Sorry laughing like terrifying laughing clown in front of the it was the thing. very okay. large it was pretty and very loud okay and very creepy you didn't like him mm. i did not like him at all hmm. um okay so that one out of the way that was the most not much to talk about the grosser Egarten was the one that i have been excited for because it had the maze at the end 
Now, mm-hmm. when we first went into it, I'm going to say right now, I was initially disappointed because we're walking mm. through it. And I'm like, these are just everything that just happened at the Magic Circus. But right. I don't know even if it's as good as the Magic Circus. Quickly to learn that they all have the same... They all have basically the same thing. Yeah. But then it becomes important what the decoration is. Mm-hmm. And I tell you, I did like it. The Gorosa Igan. You got the little, you got the water bit stones, the water stones. Mm, That's right. our first water stone area. Mm-hmm. Um, not the best water stone when area. When was the first, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. When was the first um, rotating wheels thing? Were they not in the first one? They're definitely in the Gorosa Igan. Were they not in Magic Circus rotating wheels? I don't think it was in the first one, though. No. Really? So, yeah, I think the second one was the first one. Well, wasn't the second one with the epilepsy? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the big rotating wheels. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, so there are like tunnels, like event horizon right. tunnels that you go through. And depending on one, they have like different things that are spinning. Sometimes the bridge itself that you're walking over is a bit skewed. But the I feel second like the, one had epilepsy. The epilepsy tunnel, I feel like, was the second introduction to the tunnel type thing. yeah so there were tunnels from the start then i think okay um because yeah. there were two types right there were like one type that had like a bridge so you don't have to like try to like walk through it right. yes you know and then there were like the ones where that was like you rotating and you had to survive the <laughs> yes you had to survive rotate exactly. if people if, like if, if we were hamsters <laughs> we would be <laughs> 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 we're a hamster trapped uh. in a spinning wheel of lights and doom uh, which yeah, the second one is like flashing strobe lights. I wasn't a fan of that. I don't like the strobe lights. And I made that pretty clear. You did. <laughs> I wrote them a letter. Hmm. You wrote them a letter. So we went through it. The Gorosa Gardens. I I was I was kind of disappointed. But then you get to the end, right? And all that mirror maze. This is this is all you. This is this is like your this is your thing. Well, okay. Look, here's the problem. You go through these things. You get to the end of it, and it's not normally a good full stop at right. the end of the fun fun ride. Mm-hmm. This one is a fucking huge full stop because you literally can get lost in that mirror maze for days. Mm-hmm. It's just not literally for days. But like we got in there and I was pretty confident because I'd done this a couple of times before. Did it once with your mother, I believe, Tamara. Yes, that did happen. <laughs> so so he, can, he can pitch in now. <laughs> you remember this. I do. And last time I was there, I got through it immediately. Whereas the person I was with got stuck in there for quite some time. So this time I was pretty confident. Mm-hmm. We're moving as a group could not find our way out mm, which wow. is we got great footage of us just constantly like just backing backtracking nooch smacking <laughs> his face in I, the glass i feel oh, like so you're doing it as a group oh yeah well, yeah all oh, right i feel like you might have caught that on your phone i did me catch walking into the glass <laughs> i have the entire 10 minutes of because i feel like doing the entire one it's i feel like minutes. i was you know pretty confident walking through not getting hit and then i looked away for a second only to look back right into a pane of glass. Yep. And then you were right there looking at me. Yeah. So I think I've got it on my phone. Um, if I can find a clip, I'll put it off my Twitter account. Oh, perfect. Mr. Al White. It's, all, Twitter. I, it's all I want. I also have a clip uh, shortly afterwards of a small child doing exactly this. <laughs> <laughs> Which I don't feel is appropriate for me to put up on social media. No. It was fucking Just amazing. don't put the kid's uh, Twitter handle on. And you'll be fine. <laughs> it was so good. It really was. I, just, I saw you do it and then I turned around and he just went like, smack. Like really oh. just full on. Yeah. Uh, but you could panic in this place, I feel, mm. if you're on your own. Uh, but we managed it. We got out. Success. Um, but you feel like, you know... You, you went through some shit on that one. Okay. You know. Some PTSD. Third one, Funhouse Fire Department. Had two separate buildings. This was quite a big boy. Right. Some uh, strange art in there. Oh, very strange yes. art. It was... Yeah. There was a lot of euphemisms for... I mean, euphemisms. It was just, hey, look. Yep. We're, we're grabbing this lady. Yep. And that's it. 
And then there were ladies grabbing men and then men grabbing men. And then, like, ho- yeah. and, like, and, then and their hoses were like leaking mm-hmm. and it was a whole thing. Yep. Yeah. It was it was a dirty, dirty maze. Yeah. Uh, that one was basically... It didn't have much to make it stand out. You know what it did have? What did it have? A fireman escape pole. That is true. Yes. So at the end of it, it had... Um, was this the one I went on the slide on? Yeah. yeah. That's the one. So it had a straight slide. Open. I appreciate that. So I did that. Went much quicker than I thought it was going to. And I went straight into the crash pad at the end. And then it had the fireman's pole, which you embraced. I did. And it um, was good times. I have good footage of you on the fireman's pole. I should edit all this together. Put it. We, we don't have to do that. It's I fine. should. Okay. It's really just, you know, it's what people are crying out for right now. Um, it's not, please, can you talk about video games <laughs> and movies? Um, and then we're in the Polar Ice. Now, the Polar Ice one, kind of like, because when we started it, it takes you on a long, leisurely stroll around this huge iceberg that they've created with animated, um, uh, what do you call it? animatronic polar bears and penguins. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was almost like being in Disneyland. It was. Almost. And it was kind of peaceful. Well, they were slightly dirty and miserable looking, which kind of... Yeah. I appreciate Again, like And they're also hidden from the crowds. Like, you had to go around the back yep. to see them. Yes. But also, the clown was animatronic. So it wasn't our first mm. taste of animatronics. It was just, they were cuter. Exactly. It was the first to lead you into a slide. The sure. others just dump you in of like, oh, here's a spinny, shitty thing. Right, right, and right. here's, you know. But that one, it had a good beginning, I felt, that I remember. Mm. Um, but then the rest of it, business as usual. I... That's one I did not like whatsoever. Yeah. Like, this is just a waste of my time. Yeah. Then I started hitting you a little bit, and so I was writing a letter. Yeah, uh, yeah. you did. Yeah. We, and we kept smacking into each other. Right. Uh, so this is one we had to slide where you did get hurt. Yes. Um, it also had the spinny wheel that you walk through. So there's a different type of spinny wheel that's very short, and you have to walk through it, Tamro, on no platform. So you've got to have physical foot contact on the spinning hamster wheel as you dart through it. And this guy there showed us how to do it. And he was like, look, it's easy. You just walk across it. And then he got in and he started walking like a hamster. And we're like, oh, wow, that looks easy. I'd do it. Fall over. <laughs> like, like, a, <laughs> my wrist. like a hamster. He was on all fours. Just <laughs> he was just... <laughs> <laughs> he's feeding with a little spout. That just comes <laughs> Nooch goes through it. You stumble a bit, but you do okay. It, yeah. Oh, you did amazingly well yeah, on that of... wheel. And then Haruka comes through. <laughs> Flat on your face, basically. Basically. Thank God all- I have a pretty flat face to begin with. But I feel I like she was also filming with her phone, so her balance was off because she wanted oh. to keep... There was like... Th- there was... That's true. Thank that's true. Yeah. That was kind of stupid. Wait, I didn't say that. That's not what I said. <laughs> okay. I said that her was balance was off because she was holding her phone. Um, yeah, and you hurt your wrist. A little bit. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we both were wrist injured through that one. Mm-hmm. Bit shaken up by the time you get to the fourth one. I'm not going to lie. You feel like I've spun around a lot. Things have shaken <laughs> me a lot. Strobe lights hurt my wrist. And then add insult to injury, you then hit your head in the tube on uh, the slide. On the slide. I also, no, I, I was climbing a ladder. And yes. with the, where, where you, you put your hands to help yourself climb, the floor above me was where the, lat, the handle for the ladder was. So when I went to grab the, la- <laughs> the handle, I smashed my hand into the underneath of the second floor. It doesn't make any sense, but it happened and it hurts. You'll understand when you're there and sure. you're in this death trap. <laughs> and then I did <laughs> You'll hurt thank us later. I did hurt myself in the in the, the, the tube as well or the uh the, Lots the, of injuries. The, the slide, yeah. Mm-hmm. Lots of injuries. Dangerous one. Sure. So I mean if you're a daredevil, maybe the polarized one is the one the way to go. Because safety isn't guaranteed. Right. Um and then we finished up with the Alpen Hotel, which I have done before, and that one's got like a real Swiss flavor to it. There's lots of like like beer garden kind of feel right. to everything. And I feel like the actual um, the the progression through is couldn't be any more boring. Yeah, 
kind of like this podcast. It, it, yeah, it's just, just <laughs> terrible. Uh, and I already didn't want to be there. Yeah, and I pleaded with you to not let me in. Yes, and you made me. Well, I, I wait. Well, sort of sure, but uh, then then there's well, yeah. But so we should also point out this one costs one token more. So this one's yeah. six pound. The only one mm. to deviate from the established five pound perfect balance. And we're like, well, why does this one cost a pound more? And I'd kind of forgotten why until we got into it. So you get through that intro bit, pretty shitty. Pretty shitty. Yep. But then you go into a room. Now we're near the end of the day, so they were closing up. And you go in this room and there's like a bar and then there's an animatronic guy who's not doing anything. Um, and then we're just waiting there and there's no door out and you don't know what you've been doing. I'm like, I, I remember they closed you in here with other people and a little sort of show happens. Um, but we had to wait till two other like giggling drunk girls came. In. No, they came in halfway. Oh yeah, they did. The yeah. first. Yeah, room, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. So then the dude like comes over to the doorway. It looks really, really confused. That seems to realize he didn't press the button and he'd forgotten about us in this. And he presses the button. And we've been waiting there probably for about five minutes. Yeah. And then this like show happens with animatronic faces and a two-way mirror, which early in the day Haruka had given us an incredible fact. Mm-hmm. Do you want to share with the listeners your fact? You do it. No. It's your fact. It's a great fact. So if it's a normal mirror, when you put your finger against it, there's a gap between your finger and the reflection. Mm-hmm. Whereas if it's a two-way mirror, there's no gap. There's no gap. Ah, uh, interesting. That's it was so good. Know. Yeah. I love this fact. She told yeah, me that earlier today. Yeah, really good. And then we thought... And it was so apropos yeah. because we got into this little closed-in room and we saw this really strange mirror... Can we actually see through it? Or is there a reflection? No, it was, it was like... So a it just seemed really strange. Mm-hmm. And so we suggested, put your finger up against it, see if it's a two-way mirror. And it was. And it was. Mm-hmm. And earlier there, I've been like, oh, there's a great information to have. When am I ever going to get to use this? That same day. Yeah. <laughs> it was crazy. <laughs> it was pretty amazing. So we tried it and there was no gap. And then mm-hmm. later on in the show, because this guy starts talking as a rainstorm, things are changing. It's really shitty. But <laughs> then the two-way mirror basically lights up and there's another drunken sort of German guy right. in there who's shouting stuff. Um, it's a fantastic vindication of your brilliant fact. Enjoyed it very Thank much. You. Thank you. Then you get let out of that one, and then you go through, and then you're in another room, which uh, is meant to be like plummeting elevator, elevator yeah. but they forgot to turn it on. <laughs> so just sitting there, or standing there, just waiting and waiting, and then the guy finally shows up and goes, oh, I didn't close the door properly. Yeah. Or, and yeah. there's a legitimate moment, because whatever these two drunk girls, where we think we might be left in there, because everyone's going home. <laughs> and we're all like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen films like this. And then you suddenly think, oh, shit. <laughs> this could actually happen. Until Haruka starts tapping on the door, and he opened it again. I was like, oh, yes, people press the button. And he was shouting at us as well, wasn't was he? Was he? Yeah, he was saying something about... Like two. So yeah, that'd be the, the oh, no, so, oh, that's the yeah, third one. That's yeah. the third and the third one. one was like two sides of like this gang plank thing, and it was in one of those spinning rooms we're talking about. But this one seals you in it, and then he was saying 50-50, 50-50. So you gotta oh, yes. go like so we have to have equal on each side, right? Which we did not have. Well, we're five people. Yeah. yeah. So when he's shouting fifty-fifty at us. In my head, I'm like, is it dangerous if it's not 50-50? Does Haruka have to lie across <laughs> the bridge to balance both sides? Because then, like, I don't even really fully understand what happens. It seems the entire outside rotates. Yeah. Well, the, the, the floor is moving. Right. right. It's only moving mm-hmm. side to side. So it's rowing or it's rocking. Right. But the outside tube around us Rotate is turning completely. so that it looks like we're actually flipping. Mm-mm-mm. Messes you up. But that brought it all back for me. I, it was it was pretty entertaining. I was having a good time, so I was like, "Oh, this one's not bad. I like this," because I was actually legitimately having a good time. I legitimately felt quite sick. <laughs> so, <laughs> they might be the two things if you're having a good time. <laughs> Maybe sure. Um, 
yeah so like that one has a like a crazy crazy ending of weird more inter- not interactive but more sort of showy right. stuff yeah. which you could argue other than that last room none of it's needed whatsoever no, it, no, it's it's terrible <laughs> it's just terrible yeah. narrative for yeah. no reason anyway dead of five yeah is there one you would go back to back in a role Ooh, interesting question tamara i'm glad mm. you're here i would say always end if you're gonna no i, no, I, I couldn't do another one after that one Okay. like that for me was a fool because for me I think that's what I know is I like the ones where you get a good finale mm-hmm. mm. and my problem with the majority of these is no mm-hmm. finale mm. uh, but two of them had a good finale mm. so let's piggyback that onto quickly Nooch which one to skip which one to definitely do skip the uh, first one which I forgot what it is Magic Circus uh, skip Magic Circus do the definitely do the the firehouse the fire department oh mm. yeah you like the poll a lot. Uh, the poll, <laughs> the poll was great. So I guess the second one—I don't know how to pronounce it—the Grosse Irrgarten, that one, and the Fun House. And if you want to end it, go with the the Alpen Hotel, the last one with the rotating room at the end. Okay. But do that one last because that one will definitely deflate your tires. It'll definitely deflate your whole experience. Oh yeah, but it's good for the ending. <laughs> yeah, that's—I would say go to those three. You can skip the Magic Circus, which is the first one, and the Polar Ice was. Just more of the same, but not any better. I hear. Yeah. Did you have a number one? Is there one that you definitely like? Funhouse Fire Department? Probably f- the fire department. Because it, it was long. Mm. There was, it was quite a bit. Mm. So if, you know, if you're having a good time. Although the, I guess the, mag- the, the mirror maze was entertaining. Yeah. Mm. So there's that. There is that. So I guess, it's, I guess it was a good one. Huruka? Um, I'd say um, start with the magic circus one because oh. I like clowns oh. like circuses okay it was a good introduction it was very yeah. basic right it's a good amuse bouche like yeah. it's, it's like yeah it <laughs> if you're gonna you do like several in a row sure. then yeah it's a good start and then the magic mirror one because you get quite a lot out of your money I suppose because right. you can spend well, yeah, hours it depends, in the mirror it depends because yeah. if you just get through it it's actually kind of disappointing but if you get lost it's an amazing time yeah you can always like <laughs> double back and you know start over this is our know. show we're 87 episodes in this is our show. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say, yeah, the magic maze, sorry, the glass mirror maze for me is without a doubt my highlight. Uh, but the rest of that one isn't that great. So, uh, yeah, I, I I would say the Grossier Garden and probably the Alpen Hotel just because it's so weird. Yeah, it's weird. And it has some That's Swiss so girls, which you like. I do like them Swiss girls. That is true. There you go. So there's our official Weird Geeks <laughs> ranking. <laughs> Of the five fun houses uh, at at uh, uh, Winter Wonderland in London, mm. Hyde Park. You're welcome. Yeah, you are so welcome. We did the homework for we'll your enjoyment. We'll see you next week <laughs> <laughs> when we'll be ranking uh, ice skating rinks. <laughs> um, all right, so. Let's get to some actual news, shall we? I was going to talk about stuff. Oh, we're still doing a podcast. I thought that was it. We might as well do a podcast. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, yeah, the only thing I was going to mention outside of all this stuff was I'm still on the fucking Dragon of Cuphead. I'm very pissed off. Friend of the podcast, Lee Comley, uh, who was on here a couple of weeks ago, he just started playing Cuphead and he's fucking defeated the dragon already. I'm not happy about this. I haven't reached the dragon yet, so I can't help in any single in any way. Well, then I like you. We're friends. Hey, look at, look at us. <laughs> Lee, I know you listen to the podcast. Fuck you. Wow. <laughs> He's taking it um, pretty personal. Wow. Very personally, very personally. We're not, I'm not going to speak to him until I defeat the dragon. That's the rule. So, never then. But I will well, see. say goodbye <laughs> to your friendship, everybody. We'll see. Uh, also, on Netflix, I watched Gerald's game last night. I was sick yesterday. 
That's my voice making. How, how, how do you feel now? Uh, well, all right, because I was in a mirror maze. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I pushed my face through lots of ropes that other people pushed their faces uh, on. Was, in, in I went in backwards houses. for a reason. That was not nice. No, I, I did it thinking, oh, this is a bit. No, it was a stupid idea. Gerald's Game on Netflix, written by Stephen King, directed by the guy who directed Hush and Ouija, uh, Origin of Evil. Um, you've seen this, Snooch, a few yeah. weeks ago. No mm-hmm. spoilers for it, obviously. Do you recommend it to people? I actually do. It was actually a really good experience. It's it's not too long. No. Uh, the it's like it's almost like a a bottle episode of a, of a of a show. Like it it all takes place in essentially a bedroom, and uh, hijinks ensue. Thinks, yeah. <laughs> That's basically all we need to know. Uh, no, it's actually really enjoyable. Yeah. Yeah, I'll let you know. I think we both agreed. We're trying to talk about it cryptically around Taruka because she hasn't seen it yet. But I think we both agreed the ending wasn't what how we wanted it to be done or even Hot necessary. garbage. Hot garbage. Hot garbage. But <laughs> the the journey to the ending was yeah. worth it. Yeah, I think so. Mm. Right. So Yeah, yeah. It's, it's got some things I have problems with it. it def- if you've enjoyed Hush, it very much feels like an addendum to Hush in terms of how he's approaching the story. Um, but yeah, it's, it's cool. Like It's got some good acting, nice, simple, boiled-down idea. And, and, you, and you, you mentioned earlier that it was uh, nice to see um, a movie like this that has actual adults in it. Yeah, yeah, real grown-ups. Grown-ups, yeah. And still being like, there's still sexuality in there right. and stuff, but like just grown-ups being grown-ups um, and dealing with insecurities and, you know. The, well, yeah. I, you couldn't do this story with young, young like teenagers or young adults. You it, it wouldn't work. Bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, ima- it, I could totally imagine them doing it and it would just be trash. It would be and also there's there's story elements that need the yeah. characters to be of a certain had age experiences, had experience yeah. and to have built a life after that right. but yeah I could totally imagine them doing her not to do it, spoilers but having her kind of back history as like a 20 year old pretty right. girl right, right, it right. would just be terrible yeah no, um, what, what, what they did or what he did yeah. uh, worked very well here yeah no I really really like it I think it's definitely worth checking out it's on Netflix um, so if you got Netflix it's free that's how that works well it's not free free no, if you've got Netflix. If you're still, you're still, you're money, still paying a month. If you've already <laughs> paid money, then you don't have to pay I'm more. I'm just being facetious. There are no microtransactions <laughs> in this film. Um, so, yes, we were mentioning Avengers 3 earlier in the news this week. There hasn't been that much news. So you're lucky that we wasted most of the podcast talking about Funhouse. Perfect. <laughs> Weren't covering for anything. Uh, Kevin Feige told Vanity Fair this week, quote, there will be two distinct periods... Um, speaking about the Avengers films uh, sorry all of the Marvel films Marvel Studio films really should reel that back in all the Marvel Studios films <laughs> there'll be two distinct periods everything before Avengers 4 and everything after I know it will not be uh, in ways that people are expecting 22 movies in and we've got another 20 mo- two, sorry, 20 movies on the docket that are completely different from anything that's come before intentionally so we're, yes. talking, about, we're talking about 42 movies here is that what I heard you say so by the time Avengers 4 comes out, right. they will have had 22 movies. Sure. And he said, they've already got another 20 planned, but that are going to be completely different. And he was really trying to hammer home in this interview, so much pressure <laughs> on the Russo brothers, that Avengers 4 is this massive turning point. Like sure. Things are definitely going to happen, people don't think. And for the first time, in his mind, for the first time in a comic book movie, there's going to be real finality to things. Right. Mm-hmm. Which really sounds like, okay, a lot of people are going to die. Um, sure. And they're going to follow through on that. And, you know, they, they need to usher in different characters and which they've been doing and different mainstay characters. But it probably means, yeah, Robert Downey Jr. will probably go and right. Captain America might go and all these torches will be passed on to other people and things. Um, well, um, 
will Black Panther have come out at that point? Yes. Okay. Yeah. okay. Black Panther's next year, um, along with Avengers 3, Infinity War. So is Black Panther and The Wasp, an Ant-Man movie, the last two before? Because they, they can't introduce anything no. else. So yeah, you've got next year, you've got Ant-Man and Wasp, haven't you? And then you have Black, Black Panther. Panther. And you've got Avengers Infinity War. Then in 2019, there's a sequel to Spider-Man Homecoming, whatever that's going to be called. Okay. And that leads directly, apparently, into Avengers 4, which doesn't have an official name yet. May the 3rd, 2019. So Avengers... Okay. So I think that's how, I guess I'm confused. So there's, there's Infinity War, and then there's Avengers 4? Yeah. So Infinity War is actually Avengers 3. Right. Okay. And originally, it was Infinity, they were called Infinity War Part right, 1, right, Infinity right, War right. Part 2. But, now they're but then they it. decided to change the name sure. of Part 2 to okay. something else unique, but they haven't announced what yet. So between three and four, they have Spider-Man. And that's it. I think there's something else that I'm forgetting. Okay. But I can't remember. Because that's, like, that's a big gap. Yeah, it looks, it feels else. like they're... They try to do three movies a year normally, don't they? So. Well, it feels like also that they're trying to kind of put a break on everything they're doing to, to then start fresh after yeah. four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. It's a fairly steady stream. You just don't get... They won't do another Captain America movie, obviously. They're not going to do another Iron Man. Right. He was basically in Spider-Man. That was like right, a right. quarter Iron Man movie. Um, but yeah, but basically by the end of 2019, we're going to be ushered into a whole new era where it's radically going to change okay. of what a Marvel Studios movie means, um, which we'll see how far they're going with I'm kind of curious what that means because yeah. there's all like, I don't know. They, are there any talks of like Fox or whoever joining joining well, the marvel studios if that's what they meant that would be incredible i mean they've proven it works with sony and sure. spidey yeah made, uh, i mean actually it didn't make as much money as people like to think it was just critically loved right um uh, but like looking at how popular De- uh sorry uh deadpool is mm-hmm. and now with deadpool 2 they're you know bringing in cable and all mm-hmm. that why wouldn't you know i guess this is the question that everyone's been asking for years but i guess if you're going to make something new and fresh, why not have uh, Fox finally collaborate with Marvel so you can have these even bigger collaborations? Well, Marvel would love to. It's sure. just no, yeah, Fox. Marvel, yeah. So, I mean, you know, it really is just Fox for sure. And they're so precious with all of that stuff, you know. How right. they and their X-Men kept them going. I think Fantastic Four, they would give away sure. <laughs> if they got something else for it. Um, but yeah. With with the X Men characters, it's like I mean they're in a new era now. They're not going to have Hugh Jackman for Wolverine probably ever again. Yep. So it's like, what what does it mean for them? And Professor Xavier is gone too. Yeah, or I mean or... they've got obviously was it the 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 Phoenix um, saga again because it didn't work out well in right. X Men th- three. Um, so yeah, I guess like we'll see how well it goes. From I think Fox need to have like a stumble with X Men for them to go back like Sony did with Spidey. To then go to Marvel and be, hey, do you want to play together with our toys? <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I mean, that would be amazing if sure. they had actually found some way to be, yeah, our new era is going to be the X-Men with Marvel Studios and we're going to be focusing more on that with these characters. They have said something about James Gunn because he's um, ushering in this new era and he's, there's quite a lot of space stuff that's going to be happening. So I think it might be less Earth-based and more intergalactic, but we'll see. Interesting. We will see. Um, so a lot of Silver Surfer then. Yeah, just well, not just to, Silver Surfer. Not allowed to use him either because he's a fucking Go- Gold Surfer. Oh, man, I love Marvel. <laughs> wait, wait, Gold him. Gold Boogie Boarder. I want, that, no. That's it. Oh, I, want him, I want him to have Silver Surfer so badly. I mean, it's always so frustrating because 
you know, we have the whole Marvel Cinematic Universe and the DC Cinematic Universe thing, but no matter which films you prefer, we were talking about this off mic, like, no matter which ones you prefer, and I completely get people who prefer the DC films, because it's just subjective, but Marvel are way more coherent in what they're trying to do. Sure. So it's just always endlessly frustrating that they don't have everything. Right. <laughs> it's just like, oh, but if you had the Fantastic Four and Silver Surfer and you had Wolverine and all the X-Men and it's just painful. Deadpool and all Deadpool that Deadpool would be nice, like, yeah. Oh, so, so close. It's <laughs> 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 just not quite there. Um, Ruka, do you give a shit about any of the Avengers? Nope. There we go. Perfect. <laughs> I do give a shit about um, the Vindicators. I'm trying oh, to pressure Al into like watching Vindicators episode of Rick and Morty. You're trying to publicly shame me yes. into watching. I said to I you, I'll watch Rick and Morty Vindicators. Yeah, but you gave me that sure. Well, it just thing. means I'm not excited. Well, you should be. It's okay. I, I, I don't know be. what Haruka was, has been telling you, but it's actually a really good episode, and it does involve this whole. It's like it's it's, you know, how we deal with these superhero teams. Yeah, I guess like, like Justice League or Avengers. A right. sarcastic view of, on the whole, you know. It's definitely satire. Like, they're yeah. definitely yeah, yeah. breaking it apart. Okay. And it's interesting. Right. Even if you don't watch Rick and Morty at all and you hate them and mm-hmm. you hate people who watch it. I don't. No, I'm just... <laughs> don't like, paint that I, I'm just me. hypothetical. <laughs> hypothetical. Even if you hate us, Al. Uh, <laughs> That's for different reasons. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, there's, there's, there's good satire there. And it's like, it, it actually, like... It'll make you think a little bit. Yeah. It's actually really good. No, I don't like thinking. But I will I'll watch it. I said I'll watch it. I'll oh. watch okay, it. Okay. It's 20 minutes of my life. I can give that up. I'm not, I'm not seeing you watch it. If people are thinking Tamara's been very quiet, it's because he literally just got up and disappeared <laughs> and none of us know where he went to. He and opened he, up a bottle of water and just left it there. He does this quite a lot in life. He just suddenly <laughs> will just, you'll turn around and he's gone. Yeah. Isn't it right? Yes. He does do that quite a lot. So we're not ignoring him. And he hasn't nodded off. He just... You know, phases in and well, out. Well, he was nodding off. Um, <laughs> in other Avengers news, the directors to part three Infinity War, the Russo brothers, posted uh, anthropomorphic number three on their Instagram account this week, and then they followed the next day with a part two. And yes, that's how we know, as we said later on, uh, earlier on, I mean, later on, as we said in the future, <laughs> uh, that there is the Avengers in- uh, Infinity War trailer coming uh, tomorrow. But yes, we will miss that out. So, fantastic. Um, what else is going on? There's a demo. Uh, for the entire first level of Wolfenstein 2, The New Colossus, which is now available for PS4 and Xbox One and PC. Um, have you Was there not a demo before? No, there's now like a demo with the whole first level. So you can play like, so a, big, like, a, like a vertical slice chunk of it? Okay. to try and convince you to jump on board. Presumably it hasn't sold as well as they were hoping. Right. Even though critically well, it's done great. How, like Doom sold incredibly well. Did it? It was, I think so. I'm pretty sure it did. Yeah, like it was critically switch. You got to sell pretty good. It was, it was, switch. you know, critically loved, and I think the sales were pretty good for it. Okay. Um, and I guess back in the day, Wolfenstein and Doom were essentially the same game, just different like mm-hmm. themes. But um, so that's actually very interesting because they're so different now. Aren't they? Yeah, yeah, they're extremely different now. Uh, but I played um, the first one, well, not the first one. Like, I played the the, the reboot, I, I, I guess. I think it was called uh, New Blood. Yeah. And that was really good. Like, just, I knew what they were trying to do. Uh, and it was everything that they were striving for. It was it was actually really great. Mm-hmm. Now, I also played the, the expansion, uh, New Moon or Old Moon. I can't okay. remember. Well, uh, isn't it? Look at this First Order, isn't there? Oh, it's First Order. First Order. Okay. New first, Blood, I think. Okay, right. Expansion. First Order and New Blood. Yeah. But New Blood was actually a prequel to First Order. Yeah. And so I played both. 
and at that point I was ready because I played them back to back. I, I had I had my fill. Mm-hmm. It was incredibly well made. The it was, uh, you know, if you feel like playing that sort of game, it it's it includes everything. Mm-hmm. When I realized that Wolfenstein Two was coming out, I don't necessarily like I wasn't necessarily interested. I knew that it was going to be great, but I wasn't compelled to buy it. So I kind of had my fill with the other two really great entries. Right. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah, I've I've been playing a few hours of this. Tamara played a, a little bit of it as well. I mean, it's really great. I get why people are going on, right. on about it, and I'm trying to persevere with it because people are like this is one of the three best games of the year. Um, I think the writing is very good. I don't think it's phenomenally good writing, um, but I think, and I think it does go back and forth. It like balances between the serious side and the humor side yep. very well most of the time. Sometimes mm-hmm. not so well for me, but really for me, it's just the world. It's it's very much a corridor shooter for large right. chunks, and I'm not interested in that it could um, also be it could also be stealth yeah there's there's some ex- some parts where you have to take out some of the commanders yeah, yeah yeah and if you don't do a stealth then they alert everybody yeah so there is some of that. if you're into stealth and there are, there are those kind of parts so it's not all running and gunning no it no, could no, be no. but i don't mean like that but i just mean it's very claustrophobic sure quite a lot right, right. like it's in it's definitely it's definitely hallways settings yeah, yeah. that to me are very reminiscent of how old shooters used to be right like great there are lots of pipes there's mm-hmm. lots of confusing geometry that i've got to now like get to those stairs over sure. there and it just turns me off it's not something that i'm uh, really that interested in so mm-hmm. i'm gonna keep trying to get through it but it's not that it's bad i think it's a very good game it's just not necessary right for me and it's also there's a theme there that is, has become very very popular where, with the um where what if the nazis won world war ii kind of thing where yeah like revised history of the nazi the nazis winning yeah and that is a extremely popular uh theme or synopsis like there's a show right now on amazon yeah Man, which is actually really actually really good uh, so you know they're using that, and it's it's de- you know it's definitely a good story to tell, but everyone's also telling it <laughs> in different ways all the time. So. Yeah, yeah. You but it, it's, like it's not bad, and also their their technology is also quite quite steampunk. So there's that steampunk element as well. Yeah. So there's a whole bunch of themes going on, and it's actually really entertaining. I just didn't want to go back to it. You should definitely though. Like I mean, yeah, fans listening, definitely check out the demo. It's one of those games that I think most people will really really love. Um, but yeah, just try the demo and see. You feel about it? The opening, because the opening's really cool. As long as yeah. they're bringing it, as long as they're leaving in the story elements and not just the first playable level, right? Because the beginning's pretty cool. It's rough. Like it's got some, yeah, tough bits. Though. Yeah, they're definitely tough. Um, so yeah, we are actually no. Let's do this bit first. Uh, Ukulele's uh, finally got an official release date for the Nintendo Switch. After it was originally meant to come out on the Wii U, and people who had kickstarted it and pre-ordered for you did it not come out on the Wii U? No, oh. no, no, no. Right. Um, it's going to come out on December the fourteenth. Uh, initially only as a digital download it's going to run at 900p when docked 600p when handheld and Playtonic claim it's the best version yet of ukulele with a smoother frame rate and it's going to carry over achievements from the other consoles but just as internal achievements essentially because there aren't achievements on switch right um so yay for the mediocre game that everyone was really excited about as being as good as banjo all the exciting things about that yeah (laughs) uh yeah ukulele was not i tried to play that game fuck me man that was a some some janky ass controls in that game. Like it just it wasn't good. Like it's all right. Well, neither is um its predecessor. Banjo? Yeah. Oh, I think Banjo's great. Yeah, that's nostalgia talking. <laughs> no, but like so I went back on the rare replay and I'm not like I'm like here's the thing. If if Banjo's out now is that thing, you'd be like, Yeah, okay, it's obviously not amazing now. But at least it, it still plays like rigidly. 
ukulele doesn't play very rigidly. There's something just really slidey about it that just wasn't working for me, and cameras were frustrating. Whereas when I went back to banjo and rare replays, like it feels solid. Sure, it feels incredibly dated, um, and it's hard to know how to judge that stuff now. You right. know, but I don't know. There's something with ukulele; it just wasn't working. Okay. Um, the real, the last piece of news, which isn't really news, more of a celebration because we have you here, and I want to talk about mm. it. We are exactly two weeks out from Player Unknown's Battlegrounds PUBG launching on Xbox Game Preview on December the twelfth. Uh, it's going to retail for thirty dollars. Um, Ruka, you're very excited. Oh yes, <laughs> she's still you know talking. She's still thinking about Rick and Morty. I'm still thinking about the fun houses. I know. I'm sorry. I'm most invited on this podcast because I want you to talk about fun houses. <laughs> and we're going to do something else at the end of the podcast that you might want to be around for. So, um, so please bear with us for the PUBG talk. Okay. It's going to retail for $30, the December 12th. The PC version of PUBG is still planned uh, to leave early access in late December. And it's saying the Xbox version is going to be a little bit behind with most things. They're going to right. try and get it up to track as quickly as possible. The, the, well, the roadmaps, the roadmaps will be different for the updates. So the yep. one, one will launch. Uh, so the Xbox one will launch earlier than the fi- final release of the PC version, but each will have their own separate update schedules. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, Haruka. Yes. I mean, you can see the stats because you're looking at machines. But this game, okay, so this game essentially started almost as a mod, wasn't it? For, um, what's that, Daisy, was it? Or? Right, so if you go back enough, uh, it was essentially a Daisy mod. Uh, and then, and it was also, so player, un- so the official name of the game is Player un- Player Unknown's Battleground. So Player Unknown is actually uh, the, the dev for these mods that were in uh, Daisy. And then he did his own, um, which also branched off into another game called H1Z1, yep. which had its its own uh, <laughs> yeah. mod, which was called King of the King of the Kill. Yeah. So he made that mod, and then he eventually said, "Screw it! I'm, I'm done doing mods. I'm going to create my own game." But from that basic right. foundation, yes. Which was basically he took the he was inspired by the film and book Battle Royale, mm-hmm. and then took the whole idea of having this island of people fighting, and then it gradually shrinks the space oh, down cool. uh, where you get funneled to one place and that's really it's really I mean there's a lot of little meticulous things and maybe you're going to guide us through some of them in a second but that's really the big thing that made this game work for people mm-hmm. um, was this huge space like up to 100 people is it? it's 100 people yeah uh, playing and then you gradually get shrunken down oh, uh, wow. so it gets more and more tense and for people who don't know uh, Battle Royale the movie it was also oh, yeah. there's also a copycat movie that I consider yeah. uh, <laughs> Uh, a I little f- film. I forgot. I forget the name of it now. For some it reason, star that girl Jennifer. What's it? It might face? star a girl, Jennifer Aniston. Yes, <laughs> Jennifer that, Aniston, yeah, who starred in Leprechaun, The Hunger Games, films. Hunger Games, yeah, and books, uh, yeah, which were very openly based on Battle Royale, right? And just sort of teening them up, basically. Sure. So you know, essentially, have a whole bunch of kids or people land on an island, mm-hmm. and then um, kill each other. Kill each other. Yeah. <laughs> basically, F- find weapons and and kill each other so that there's one person left. Yes. Um, but yeah, so just for context, it had that interesting background. The the game, and I had this argument with Justin actually, because he's playing PUBG a lot, mm-hmm. one of back in LA on this podcast. And I was like, I thought I looked this up, but he was telling me stuff quite confidently. Okay. Because he thought it had been out for ages. Um, but it only released on Steam's early access program in March of this year. Hmm. Um, Is that true? I don't know. That's what Wikipedia states. Okay. It only actually released on early access on Steam. March 2017, it sold over 20 million copies now i mean that's wow. like less than a year yeah out that that is definitely a that's, correct stat that's a correct stat yeah. wow and on steam where all of 
Valve's uh, properties are always the highest played. It's like Dota 2. Yeah. Always have the most concurrent players uh, and has had those concurrent players for since the beginning of time. Uh, PUBG is the first game to actually beat those numbers. Fuck. And it's the first non-Steam game or non-Valve game, sorry, to get those numbers. So that's, yeah, that's faster than, than Minecraft, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Because I was going to say, there's, not, there's been nothing like that since Minecraft in no. terms of speed of acceleration. Of, right. And particularly for... The game's not done yet. It's not out, mm-hmm. technically. No. Um, and it, you've sold 20 million copies of what essentially started as a mod on someone else's right. game. And this is my thing. I want to come to you with some questions because mm-hmm. we've been talking about this. I'm all ready to jump in. I have a very finite amount of time that I'm willing to put in stuff. So right. I don't think this game's probably going to end up being for me. But I'm excited to try it with my friends and play it uh, sporadically and see. Sure. Um, but it's... It's a weird game to look at from afar. As a console gamer, seeing it and seeing all the bars and watching some videos on it, it's a strange game to look at because you look at it and you're like, all right, this just seems like a million other games out there. Right. Uh, what is it that makes PUBG special and makes it work, in your opinion? I don't know. <laughs> I feel like you have the wrong person on the podcast for this topic. I don't even know this Haruka. game. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> uh, no, it's hard, it's hard to say. Um, I feel like even though there's other games and mods that were doing this exact same thing. For some reason, this one has taken off with all the force of nature that it can. It's, it's strange. Um, anybody can jump in. Everyone's going to be terrible at it. There's no being good at this game. Um, I have approximately 230 hours in played on steam and I'm also not good. Like <laughs> I, I, I'm very bad at it. Uh, I do have my moments. But there's this thing about being able to play a game. There's no progression. There's no achievements. There's no anything. The only thing that you're working towards is winning the end. Like you're just being the last person alive. Mm. Uh, that's the only achievement you have in the entire game. So you're going to play, I don't know how long your schedule is, but you, you can go ahead and play one game or 15 games or matches and not win one game. Maybe only get a few kills in all those matches. There's something really... Um, strange about a game that is so punishing and yet keeps wanting you to come back it's very it's very addictive you said so there's no xp there's no, no xp there's no progression just cosmetic progression right that's what you get so every game you launch will be the exact same game that you played before there's no uh so the only thing that you'll be you might find different is just the random drops of ammunition weapons right uh armor so the there's only one map so you, if, if you play long enough, you'll know where uh, all the highlighted places are. Uh, you'll get comfortable with where to drop, where not to drop. Um, and n- all the, the loot drops are completely different. So you can go to the same place five times and you'll, be, you'll find different guns or nothing. And you just have to keep moving on. So the only progression is what can you find at that moment? And that's it. And so one match, you can be like, well, I'm, I have, I'm, you know, armed to the teeth. And on the next round, you'll have, all I have is a sickle. What can I do with a sickle? <laughs> well, <laughs> you can reap some crops. <laughs> sure. You could do that. Uh, so I find that very interesting. I think uh, a lot of people find that interesting as well. That there's, you're always starting every match on the same, on the same level, on the same level as everybody else. Yeah. Which I think is a, is a very great and you know long time coming kind of knee-jerk reaction right. to call of duties and time right. and yep. everything which are xp based and they are kind of benefiting the better players yeah. will always 
be increasingly better sure um, because of the perks and everything that they have and it's very hard to balance that so it's kind of mm. great just to set right. it to zero all the time and we don't have any sort of like oh you got three kills here's a here's a loot drop just for you so you can yeah. kill more people mm. it's yeah. like mm-hmm. you kill three players great good luck killing four it, it's it's really that punishing mm. so i love that about it but it doesn't take away from me in my head kind of okay what am i working towards you know like i like to have an end goal with stuff as i was saying to you i feel like if um sorry for cutting you off no uh, i feel like that is something that somebody would say who hasn't played it mm-hmm. um there is something extremely exhilarating about being super close to being the last person alive where there's times where like i legitimately that that adrenaline rush is real like i don't usually care for multiplayer only games but um there is definitely a chemical change in your body when you get into firefights or when you get closer to the end your heart starts beating faster there is definitely that an adrenaline rush and when you get into a firefight and you win or you lose you have that like that thing that like those tingly fingers because you need to shake it off because it's so right. intense mm. so there is definitely a, a a change in physicality when you're playing this game so getting to the end is definitely a reward all in itself or getting getting in close to the end is all rewarding and you just can't blame anything else like in any other game if we can always blame well that person's got whatever blah 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 well there is exactly so if they found a better weapon then you know that's on you for not looking harder I guess Mm -hmm, you know mm -hmm. and it is luck of the draw and there are people who are way better than most so there's no joining in halfway everyone should start straight away at the beginning you can join halfway and when you when you die just to clarify when you die that's it you leave immediately and head to a different server it all depends Uh, you can play solo you can play in duo or you can play as a, a team matches or squads so a squad can be three or four players sorry three or four players okay. um if you're playing solo then it's you get shot in the head you're down you're out so the screen goes black and white it says you know please leave server kind of thing um if you're playing duos or squads then if you get shot or knocked down then you have an, uh, an opportunity for your partner to pick you back up okay uh if you both get knocked down then you both die immediately so there is that moment where you could maybe crawl to safety and your partner can come and pick you up again. Mm-hmm. That is the only bit of safety you have. Um, but yes, if your whole squad dies or if you get down on a solo match, you're out. Like there's there's no spectating, there's no joining anything. Mm-hmm. And you you go, go straight to another You game. go back to joining another the, uh, the, the front page, I right. guess, oh, really? the, the menu. And you just gotta press play again, and then that loads you up into a new island where you wait in the lobby, essentially, where you wait for the lobby to to um, have a hundred new players, and then you launch off in that plane so you can jump out of it. Okay. But that's yeah. that's what happens every single match. There is no jumping in halfway. There is you can leave early if you'd like, but yeah. why would you? Um, so yeah, I think it's the thing because I like fifty percent of what you're saying, and yeah. then they're just these, yeah, like the not having a final end game mm-hmm. and not. And the funneling, the battle royale aspect of it is something which I appreciate from gameplay mechanic is fantastic. But for my head, it's like sure. it stresses no, no. me out. And no, I'm yeah, really it's, it's, it's out. extremely stressful. It's, there's days where I have some really good matches and there's days where after having great matches where I think, okay, I'm in the zone, I can have three terrible matches where the moment I parachute in and touch the ground, somebody frying, like, uses a frying pan against yeah. my head and I die. It's like I just waited in the lobby for like two minutes to die the moment I touch touch the ground. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that happens constantly. Yeah. So there is well, that's just online gaming, isn't it? I mean, it, 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 it really is. It really <laughs> is. But there's there's nothing like that that feeling of getting closer and closer to the end where you see oh, there's only five guys left. There's only three guys left. Mm. And then everyone is just like crawling in the grass because no one wants to make the first move because if they if they take a shot, then you know mm-hmm. where they are. 
Well, we'll talk about this before class saying well, like, with it coming to Xbox, obviously a big get for Microsoft to be able to have this as an exclusive right. over PlayStation. Um, and it will be interesting. Obviously, there's no way Microsoft this generation are going to come back and sure. defeat Sony, but if it's gonna, it could really narrow the gap. Right. Um, but obviously, they're going to put achievements on it, which for me in my head is like, okay, well, at least they'll have something that I'm aiming at. They're right. probably going to have something ridiculous in there, like mm-hmm. play a thousand matches sure. or something, or win a hundred like, games uh, or something be, stupid, you know? Winning a hundred matches. There's got to be like... something, <laughs> something dumb, you know? Right. Um, Maybe like longest headshot or longest sniper shot or something, something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, there's no achievements on Steam either. Well, that's what I was going to ask. Yeah. Like with Windows 10, there's no achievements. Zero. Interesting. Yeah. They have to for Xbox, don't they? It's like it's something like that. Yeah. Illegal. <laughs> you'll, get get, you'll get arrested. Yeah. You get so fined. That's, that's where I'm going to be fascinated. It's like in a game where they've clearly, and I say they, I presume it's a group of people, and it's not just. Yeah, it's Bluehole Studios. Okay. Yeah. Um, but in a game where they've clearly gone out of the way to make it as unincentive based as possible. Right. How then they're going to implement that? Could be interesting sure maybe it'll be agree. another avatar airbender and get all <laughs> thousand in, the first, in like, the first minute yeah. <laughs> um no i yeah it's it's definitely one of those games that's an anomaly you can't you know maybe they wouldn't be able to replicate it like fortnite has their own battlegrounds yeah. so you can play that and got, kind of get a taste for it if you like it's it's a free download yeah. on xbox i downloaded it i didn't i didn't even launch it uh but i do have it different different style it's all kind of very cartoony mm-hmm. Uh, you and can chaotic. St- it's very chaotic that game. I was playing the, sure. the normal version, of and you that can also well. like still build forts while doing the whole like battlegrounds thing, uh, which I guess helps for um, protection. Right. But uh, it's it'll kind of give you the t- like for Xbox players, it'll definitely give you the the little taste to see if it's something that you're into, yeah, or not. But yeah, two weeks though, and it's two, out. Yeah, it's, it's only thirty bucks. So yeah. it's like it was know. an easy purchase for me. Seeing like all the streaming and how popular it was, I was mm-hmm. like, you know what. It looks good enough for me to, to try it, and I haven't put it down since. Well, that was the last mm. thing that I wanted to say is, because you and I are both Xbox One X owners. Yes. We haven't, every week, I kind of shirk from talking about it properly because I'm like, I said to you my opinions, I didn't really get your opinions on it. Uh, so maybe you want to share them quickly. But for me, it's like, yeah, everything runs a bit smoother. Mm-hmm. The, you know, the UI is a bit quicker. Right. Games, I'm guessing, are running smoother. I don't really know. But from visuals sense, it's like, I don't really notice any difference. I played like, Battlefront 2, looks fantastic. Right. But... I think it would always look pretty fantastic. Yeah. I'm sure it looks a tiny bit more fantastic, mm-hmm. but nothing's using the, the brunt force of no. it at all. But because uh, they're scared of, yeah, ostracizing regular Xbox One owners, which is a problem with the X. It's sure. like, okay, well, we're never going to get to probably see how great it is. But for something like Player Online Battlegrounds, where you're supporting 100 players, it's like, are they going to have Xbox One X specific servers because you could have such a smoother, you know, keep the frame rate silky smooth? Like, what is it? It's, Can they run at 60 or is it? Um, I, I, I don't know. I, on PC, you know, you're free to run it at however many okay. frames you like. Um, so I don't know how they're going to run it on Xbox. I, I assume it might be 60. Yeah. Um, it's not, it doesn't have, like, so on PC, the game is extremely resource. Um, uh, don't know the word, but it, it uses up a lot of resources. It's very heavy. It's very, yeah. I had to upgrade my PC a little bit just to run it smoothly. Because I was able to run it, but not to the, the level that I wanted. Um so with Microsoft acquisition of the license or like of getting it to be on Xbox, they are helping Bluehole with uh, optimizing the game so that it works better. Okay. So they are getting Microsoft's help with their engineers to make sure that this game is going to work better or more properly. Uh, so I don't know if there's going to be any sort of uh, discrepancy the between the two consoles, but it'll, it'll definitely load faster and, and run better. But I don't and look maybe look prettier, but I don't think it'll have anything to do with the servers. Like the Xbox okay. One X isn't going to be 
a, like a running server. Okay. So I don't think it'll it'll make a difference. Okay. Maybe yeah. lo- maybe loading times. It, it is because there's hundred. Yeah, like I said, there's hundred players. You're loading up a whole yeah. island. Yeah. So it's just something to me that's like that seemed to me like where I could see. Oh, that's where I'd be excited about having the Xbox One X is if right. I know games like this that are going to be very intensive, um, not on a graphical scale, right? But just on the support scale of how many players are on sure. board. Are going to run smooth just to know like you know what you're not gonna have any problems with this mm-hmm. because online gaming is always a problem like always, it's always yeah. janky so to know okay well maybe that processing power can go to that so right. i can play my goddamn friday the 13th <laughs> and just get in fine <laughs> yeah um you know, that would be reassuring to me so i only had i've only played a couple of games on my xbox one x um south park and a little bit of assassin's creed origins um i haven't had too much time to play games um or i'm always just playing battlegrounds or mm-hmm. PUBG. um and all I have to say is like all the things that you, I agree with you. Um, but there, there, there is the option of for certain games downloading the, the 4k uh, textures. Yeah. And that apparently is about three times as large as the game itself. So you're going to have to download quite a bit yeah. just to run the game at a higher, um, with higher textures. And also if you're running it on a 1080p television, then you will, the, the Xbox will do some some uprising for you. Yeah, yeah. But I haven't seen that because I haven't downloaded the uh, those those packs. those big texture packs. I don't think I'm ever going to. Right. Because that's going to eat up a lot of my my downloads. Yeah. Like my uh, monthly cap. So I'm not sure. But I just wanted. I, I always find it hard to not buy like the new iteration of an Xbox. No, yeah. So yeah. just because it had Project Scorpio on, I was like, I must have this. You must have this. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 No, I'm kind of the same. I definitely will be downloading those. I haven't been at an internet connection that's right. fast enough. As you where I am right now, I think it might be. So I might do some of those. And but still three times the, the size of a, yeah. of a game. Well, is. that's my problem. Like, so I've had for ages now a four terabyte hard drive that I attach to my one terabyte right. Xbox. And I tend to on my Xbox, I just keep apps. And then on my hard drive, I keep all of my games. Um, I'm capped out my four terabytes. Jeez, okay. And that's so before you just, you just keep everything stuff. Um, so on my last four games, I've had to install on my Xbox. Um, and now I'm like, great. Now I have to find a way to get like a as as big a possible passport because I don't want right. to get something bigger than a passport because that's stupid. right, right, right. Uh, but I know you can get passports that are big now than four terabytes, so I want to get something. Those are the uh, powered um, hard drives, correct? Uh, well, this one isn't. This one you okay. just plug no, no, right but in the, the, back the passport. USB, okay, okay. Um, straight into the back of the Xbox, and then I just take that with me wherever I'm traveling. Right. I've got an Xbox in some a few different locations, so I just plug it in mm. and off I go. It, it it gets confused with some things with which games are already downloaded and which ones aren't. So they're <laughs> queued up to be downloaded, and then you hit it, and it just looks like, oh, this is downloaded suddenly. Yeah. Um, like look how great I am. Look how fast I did it. Exactly. Um, but yeah, now it's like fuck. I'm gonna need like an eight terabyte hard drive just to play some of these X games. It's it's crazy it's gonna be so much yeah or like if you're done delete that pack i know but i just can't it upsets me don't don't delete the game just delete the the 4k pack yes for sure but just my other games like i can't i can't get into that modern mentality now if i have to delete a game to move on it's like no i like to know it's all there and accessible and i can just jump in and out of stuff you just want to you want to have that library available to you exactly yeah um well thank you i learned something today which i'm definitely going to be buying it a couple weeks and we'll be reporting on it um how it works on xbox and if if uh, like you can't expect to be good at it right away, like no one is. Mm-hmm. But if you stick with it and you do get to those end game situations, um, you might feel like that excitement for it. Yeah. Like there's even like uh, a little anecdote that I always tell like people who I'm telling you about the game is like you can hear. So 
audio is everything. So if you're raiding a house and you hear uh, footsteps outside, like in the grass, and they're running, and then you hear the downstairs door open into the house that you're raiding, there's, when I first started playing, I was legitimately like scared, where I was, because I didn't want to die. And it, there was that, that feeling of, oh, someone is like coming into the house yeah, that yeah, I fi- yeah. I'm, I'm safe in. Yeah. So there's like now there's we're introducing a whole other aspect of and you don't know if someone's chasing them or what right. the story is. And so then you hear them, them like downstairs, opening doors, walking around. Then you hear them come up the stairs. So there is like this fight or flight feeling where your yeah. heart does beat a little bit. And so those those feelings and those reactions are very, very conducive of, oh, I want to feel that again. Yeah. There's something really strange about it. Something really exciting about it. Yeah. So if you end up going and like playing this game and like get into those later later scenarios you might actually enjoy it or you might find it extremely stressful where you don't want to play it ever again i think i love it but i just yeah my worries i don't have time just to like keep going with something like that so i do tend to play stuff where i know i can finish it yeah um no i understand that so that's my only thing i think i'll definitely enjoy more if i do have like i'll enjoy even though you i know you were saying it was harder to me off mic but i'll enjoy it more if i have someone else to play with sure yeah just go in and explore Mm -hmm. it together and kind of take our time and try and do some tactics and cover each other a bit yeah um Haruka. Yes. I'm very sorry. Why are you sorry? She's still here. She's still here. <laughs> yeah, at least I haven't walked away. You know who hasn't um, returned? Tamaro's <laughs> just he's dead. He's gone. He might have flown back to Japan by now. Um, would you mind talking us through the releases? I'm not very good at... Words? Uh, reading? Yeah. You don't want to? You don't have to if you don't want to. <laughs> I will, I will. Okay. Um, you got the U.S. cinema releases first. Uh, not much is coming out this week. U.S. cinema? Oh, yeah. Okay, so U.S. cinema releases. This week we have The Disaster Artist in brackets limited. Limited just release. It's kind of limited screenings. It's, okay. not like, it's not widespread release. Which is um, directed by James Franco. Ooh, interesting. And it stars Eliza Coop, James Franco, uh, Kristen Bell, Zoe Dooch, I want to say Dooch. Dooch. Nobody okay. knows. Not even Nobody knows. Um, Alison Brie, Josh Hutchison, Seth Roger. Rogan. Rogan. Seth Rogan. Whoop, whoop. What were you going to say his name was? Roger. Roger. Seth Rogers. Okay. I have Perfect. bad eyesight and the <laughs> font is pretty small. Okay. Brian Cranston. Brian Cranston. I love you. Um, Lizzie <laughs> Kaplan, Zach Efron, and Sharon Stone. And that movie is basically a like be, behind the scenes of the room. Okay, Do this is the synopsis. Oh, sorry. When you better be. <laughs> Don't tread on her fucking release section. <laughs> so sorry. She got handed it two seconds ago, and it means the world for her. It's been a dream yeah. for ages. I mean, this is the first time I'm doing this. It's really exciting. I apologize. Uh, when Greg Sestero, an aspiring film actor, meets the weird and mysterious Tommy Weezu in an acting doing class. I know. Um, they form a unique friendship and travel to Hollywood to make their dreams come true. That sounds very... So, yes. um, okay. so there's a film called The Room. Well, we were talking about this in, in LA because I haven't have seen it Have we yet. never actually watched The Room? Like Any of us? I, ha- I have. I know, Al, you have. I still have seen it. I have it now on Blu-ray. I haven't watched it yet. I'm Don't waiting for the I've right moment. It. It's infamously... It's up there uh, with... So until I went to America, I never heard of this, but it's mm-hmm. a big deal in America. Okay. But it's on this list with Troll 2 as the worst film of all time. Uh, so huh. I, I want to add to that where you know how uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show is uh, whenever they play it during 
like Halloween or whatever it is. Yes. It's a whole performance. Like yeah, people come to watch. Yeah. It's a sing along. They throw spoons at the screen. Oh, no, not. No, sorry. So they, it's a performance. Mm -hmm. So here when it's the exact same, the room was so bad that um, audiences started to request private or screenings at their local theaters. And eventually they were allowed to have these special screenings. I think it's once a month, maybe in LA, especially they have these screenings. And so they'll, they'll do the dialogue with Tommy Wiseau. They'll throw, they'll throw spoons at the screen. They'll do all these things basically like a Rocky Horror Picture Show. So it now has become a whole performance thing. Right. Uh, and it's become so popular in its, and, and how horrible it is that <laughs> it is like now this cult classic. Yep. Wow. It is a juggernaut. Is what it is. Yeah, it's a big deal in America, particularly on the West Coast. Like, yeah. It's, it's a big, big deal. And I haven't uh, seen it yet. I kept hearing about it. It's it's a tough watch. And this movie, so this movie, which is on the making of it, and obviously purposely, not, I think it's a poking affectionate fun at them from the looks of it. Sure. Is, um, it's meant to be fantastic. Like, it's had some mm. of the best reviews. Of any I film. would, I would suggest watching The Room first. Yeah. No, so absolutely. you, so you get all the parts. Well, that's what, yeah. that's what I find weird. Is like, there are posters for this everywhere. Five star reviews on it. People are going crazy for it. Uh, or critics going crazy for it. Like, but nowhere on it is it stipulating, you know, because it's not. Obviously, they just right. you go see the film. So people will see it and they go, what the fuck is this? About? Right. I guess mm. I should go see The Room. Well, absolutely. Yeah, from my understanding, I need to see The Room first before sure. I mm -hmm. see The Disaster it's, it's not easy. So it's a spoof? No, it's like mm -hmm. a making of. It's, like, no. it's an actual making of? No, no, of, this is, is just a basically a biopic film. Ah, okay. Yeah. Okay. dealing with the reality of these two characters. Right, right, but right. But they're so crazy, these two characters. Uh -huh. It is, by just natural intent, a bit spinal tapping. Uh, right. Um, but it's not trying to goof it up necessarily more mm -hmm. than it so it's really yeah was. it's a biopic of Tommy Wiseau essentially and I guess we can say a uh, you know what happened behind the scenes of mm -hmm. you know be, like of the Delusion. room <laughs> sure mm -hmm. yeah and it's he's, like they really think they're making something special mm -hmm. which they are I guess it's yeah then there was like there was some podcast like uh, how this got made uh, a couple of years ago had uh, an episode um, about the room and they had Tommy Wiseau's partner, uh, I can't remember his name. Um, I guess his name is Mark. No, he's Mark in the movie. Greg Sester? Maybe. Okay. So they had him on the podcast. And he said, you know, he was telling some stories about, you know, what was going on behind the scenes and frustrations and all that. And it was just, it, would, it blew everyone's mind. Like how to get two separate shots of the same action, he taped two cameras together side by side. So everything is off center by an inch. And it's just like things like that. It's just it's just craziness. That's fantastic. Yeah, I literally tried to do that with four cameras for a film, and we spent money building the rig for it, and it didn't work, so we didn't do it. Yeah, that's fantastic. And there's like eight minute sex scenes for no reason. Oh, it's it's, it's hard to watch, but it's kind of great. Good when drunk with friends. Yeah, but you want to watch the whole thing. Yeah. Okay. What was I going to say? That's something I was going to say about this. Oh yeah, no, I've read apparently that they make a ton of money from all of this stuff, from mm -hmm. all the screenings that happen. Yeah. But then he's so like enamored with his own thing yeah. that he then wastes all that money on, on creating merchandise for it and no one buys. Yeah, like, so um, he, when it was released, um, or before it was released, he was like, this is my, this is my, this is my thing. This is the best thing I've ever created. It is a drama. It's going to change people's lives. Then it came out and he, I think at the premiere, people were laughing. And so, because it, it, it's so hard to not watch this as a comedy. Um, and then he got extremely hurt, but he followed through with that idea that it was a comedy. So then he changed the whole thing. It's like, no, no, the room is supposed to be a comedy. Yeah. 
and it's not or he wasn't he wasn't intending it to be Aww. and so now he's okay with these 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 screenings yeah. because it's a celebration of it's a film. celebration of his film mm-hmm. yeah. but at the moment he was not happy that it was considered a comedy <laughs> but he's just wasting millions on fucking yes. merchandise it's just like, yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, Jesus. Anyway, yeah i'm excited for this movie yeah i'm, excited, I'm excited to too. i want to see the room one day and then next day go see the mm-hmm. disaster artist. well i'm very excited about the next movie on sure. the list the Shape of Water by Guillermo del Toro, which is coming out this week in the States because it's not until like January in England, yeah, I think. Just finished the festival circuit over here. Ah, last cool. Which stars Sally Hawkins, Octavia Spencer, sure. or Octavia? Yeah, Octavia. Octavia Spencer. Sorry, Octavia. Uh, Michael Shannon, Yay. Richard Jenkins, and Doug Jones. Yay. Um, and the synopsis is... An otherworldly fairy tale set against the backdrop of Cold War era America circa 1962 in the hidden high security government laboratory where she works. Lonely El- Elisa, Eliza, 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 yeah. whatever, is trapped in a life of isolation. Eliza's life is changed forever when she, when she and co-worker Zelda discovers, discover a secret classified experiment. So, yeah, this one's, uh, people saying it's the best thing Guillermo del Toro's ever made. Um, We were having a conversation about this, which I now have to backtrack on a bit, because I've been reading up about this a lot. Oh, yeah? So when the trailer first came out, you were with me on this, Mm -hmm. weren't you? Yeah. Um, We'd seen the trailer. Have you seen the trailer for this? I have not. Okay. So when the trailer first came out, it's basically this amphibious guy in a tank with this woman and the love story between them. It's meant to be really, really beautiful. Um, And the guy looks exactly and to almost like the finest detail uh like fuck no it's ape sapien yeah from hellboy i've seen the picture of this character yeah um and it's from guillermo de toro who directed hellboy and hellboy 2 and then was never allowed to make hellboy 3 and now they're rebooting hellboy with this with the sheriff from stranger things Mm -hmm. playing Mm -hmm. Palmer's part photos already out for it this don't be done by horror company that's going to be much more r-rated and nasty um and I was like, what the fuck is this? Like, how, what is happening? And I was like, all right, this is just really, really weird that no one's calling out that this is clearly looks like Ape Sapien right. and he's just taken that design and all this stuff. Then we looked into it later on when we're talking about it because we had two friends who had a short film uh, that we were actually involved with called How to Be Human, which was at the Stige Festival in uh, Barcelona, I think it was. Um, and they were saying that everyone was going crazy for The Shape of Water and you couldn't get tickets for it at this festival. It was huge. Everyone loved it. And I was like, yeah, it's really, really weird. And you were with me and we're like, yeah, it's really weird because he looks like Ape Sapien. Mm-hmm. And then I went and looked it up and there was all the stuff on the internet saying this is actually a, a secret prequel to Hellboy. And it is actually the origin story of Ape Sapien and all this stuff, uh, which I was like, fuck, that's crazy that he's managed to do, you know, this sort of weird secret movie. I don't know how licensing with that has worked or anything. Right, how do you get the permission to use Ape Sapien? Exactly. Mm. So now I've had to like, and now I was like in some specific sort of interviews with people. Now I've had to look it up again mm-hmm. um, and was reading lots of interviews with Guillermo and other people. He's very factually now trying to come out and say, this is not Ape Sapien. Um. Um, and on the set when they're shooting it, because th- this is the other thing, the guy who's playing this character, it's the same actor, Doug plays, Jones, yeah. who plays Ape Sapien. Right. So he had to like, and Doug Jones has given all these interviews saying, yeah, no, we're very careful to make sure it wasn't like there were different movements and it wasn't oh. like Ape Sapien-ish and blah, blah, blah. I mean, there's a lot. You can go and read through through all of the stuff. It seems very clear that Guillermo 
had ideas for Ape Sapien for mm-hmm. Hellboy 3. It mm-hmm. seems very, very clear sure. that the beginning of this was to do with Ape Sapien for sure. And that in part of Guillermo's head, it does. It, it came from that place originally. As mm-hmm. This is like a sort of weird origin story for Ape Sapien. But then it had to become something else for legal issues. Right. And then just, I think he had like ideas where he wanted to make it his own. And so it became its own thing. Um, so it, this isn't an official prequel. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's We have to wait until we see it if it could work as an unofficial prequel. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But it'd been very careful even to like to distance it and make it different as well. So it is its own thing. But for sure, it's Genesis comes mm-hmm. from Ape Sapien. Mm-hmm. And you only have to glance at the character to see that. Yeah. Like it's, it's crazy. Um, and how to get away with it, to be honest, I don't... I don't know. Maybe that's why mm-hmm. they're coming out and saying that it's not because <laughs> they're getting put a little like little pushback from the studio Maybe. saying, "Hey, yeah, we noticed that your character looks exactly like your other character yeah. from mm-hmm. our studio." <coughs> so maybe there's some pushback since so he has to actually come out publicly and say, "Hey, mm-hmm. guys, no, 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 it's not what you think." Yep. Mm-hmm. But secretly, it is. Secretly, it is. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So I'm really looking forward to seeing it. I, I was yeah, even more excited when I thought, "Oh, there's a beautiful romance story, and it's a comic book mm-hmm. like prequel mm-hmm. thing." Because um, I would love to have a comic book movie that was different from the normal right. stuff. Mm. And this film's supposed to be quite sexy and stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll see how sexy, but yeah, we'll nothing see. sexier we'll than see. a Amphibious. human amphibian. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Um, but yeah, really excited about that. Um, unfortunately, we don't get it yet for a while here in the UK. Yeah. But what mm. do we get this week, Haruka? We get in the UK. We get the Disaster Artist again, a limited release, and Wonder. Yeah, so Wonder was that film that's done really well in America. Um, and a few films were... Which film was it? No, Justice League was partly coming out and like saying it's Wonder's fault that they haven't made as much money as they thought they would, which oh. I don't think they're competing movies at all. Um, but yeah, that's been a big sort of weird sleeper hit. That's come okay, out. cool. Uh, what about on the US Blu-rays? Uh, we've got Logan Lucky in 4K. Uh, we also got Woodshook and MFA. Woodshock is a film that I've so we've been using the trailer for this as a as an inspirational thing for a lot of the work we've been working on. Oh, cool! Um, even for the secret film that we're not talking about yet that you're involved Ooh. with me, that was something we were looking at a lot. Um, it looks so good, and it's directed by these two female fashion designers. I think. Oh yes, I think you showed with us. Kirsten Dunst. The... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I haven't seen it yet, uh, but I've got a copy turning up in like a couple of days from America. Oh, so I'm excited to finally see it. What about in the UK? And then UK Blu-rays, we got War for the Planet of the Apes in 4K. Uh, Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets, which stars your favorite oh, model I hate actress. Oh, so much. <laughs> Wait, who? Eyebrow model lady, I don't know her name. Uh, okay. Yeah. Suicide Girl. Sure, sure, yep. Suicide Squad and mm-hmm. Valerian. God, I just hate her. I'd Game of Thrones her as well. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Continue. Um, <laughs> That can be anything. It yeah, could, just to clarify yeah. to the audience, it yeah. doesn't mean something sexy. It definitely <laughs> no. means something violent. Yeah. And cringy. Um, we also got Luke Cage, the complete first season. Lucky us. Lucky us. Harry Potter 8 film collection 4K. Sold. <laughs> um, Blue Planet collection. Sold. Yeah. And Better Call Saul season 2. Sold again. You don't I buy physical media. <laughs> You're not I don't, but I like the idea of it. I love this Blue Planet collection. There's two Blue Planets. It's hardly a collection. But there you go. <laughs> wow. We collected two things together. Congratulations. Way to take it down a peg. Blue Planet is awesome, though. It's really, really mm. cool. So, like, very, very happy. That needs to be in 4K, though. I don't know why it isn't. We should double check. 
Yeah. Because it should be in 4K. Uh, Harry Potter 8 film collection is nice as well because they released all these separately gradually over the last few weeks. I was like, oh, God, that's going to be cumbersome. So it's nice. They just chucked it all together in a nice mm-hmm. box now. It's cheaper to buy it that way. Um, I don't, you're a big Harry Potter fan? You seem to uh, Yeah. I mean, I like the novels more than the films, mm-hmm. but I did grow up with the films as well. So, you know. Do you have a favourite Harry Potter movie? Um, I quite like the last two because they got quite dark. I mean, my favorite novels, um, The Prisoner of Azkaban, because yeah. that was the darkest one. Didn't but, that's the best yeah, but in terms of film adaptation, I think I like the later one. Interesting. Incorrect. It is Prisoner of Azkaban. Uh. What, the novel? <laughs> uh, the film? Yeah, that is the best one by far. Is that the one where they go back in time with that griffin creature? Um, it's the one with The Prisoner of Azkaban. Sure. But and this tree that changes seasons. Uh, and it's the one with. Dobby's friend and with like um, well, there is one where they like there's like a, some sort of like time loop where they see themselves talking to uh, Hagrid I think it was like the third movie well the third one is that. definitely Prisoner of okay. Azkaban and there's yeah. like a griffin or something yeah there's a griffin in, in Azkaban maybe there's a time loop at some point in there don't yeah. remember it's been yeah. a while um, but it was directed by Alfonso Curran the guy who did Gravity and did E2 Mama to be and stuff Great I song. was just disappointed that all the all these characters weren't as good looking as I thought they would be. <laughs> In your head, yeah. when you read it, yeah, like you know, like Lupin and Sirius. I kind right. of pictured them to be these like really hot guys. And oh man! In the end, they weren't. So great actors. Don't get me wrong; I love them as actors. Yeah, but you like some weird people. Is Gary Oldman not? He's not an attractive boy. Well, I love him as an actor. Okay, he's. He started off not being a great, great looking actor, or not great looking. Yeah, man. He's a weird I think man. as he ages, he starts looking better and better. Yeah, I think yeah, he looks better. Yeah, yeah. True, yeah, true. Yeah, like seeing him in Fifth Element, not so great. Legitimately, mm. a little bit worried about Tamara right now. Sorry, <laughs> he's <laughs> literally he's just asleep. disappeared. He had a weird look on his face. I remember. He looked like he was it. falling asleep. Uh, but he did. Uh, whatever. Uh. I don't know. Uh, I also missed our Mitra outro. Uh, but anyway. Have to do that now. The I mean, end. Everyone probably an switched outro, off outro. after. You everyone, know, no one's uh, listening anyway. Yeah. We did the fun fair thing. Everyone then, like, yeah. Oh, this is what they're talking about. Quit. Um, well, we got one more little weird thing that we're going to do at the end of this. But very quickly, before we get to that, the box office last weekend at number twenty, the Lego Ninjago movie. Number nineteen, it. Number eighteen, Tyler Perry's Boo Two exclamation mark and Media Halloween. Do you say mm-hmm. Media or Madia? Or how do you say it? Madia. Madia. Number seventeen, Loving Vincent. Sixteen, The Florida Project film that Alison Holland our friend says you should see mm. 15 Jigsaw 14 Call Me By Your Name a new entry 13 Blade Runner 2049 12 another new entry The Man Who Invented Christmas 11 Lady Bird which is now apparently the highest rated film of all time on Rotten Tomatoes uh, number 10 is Three Billboards Outside Ebbing Missouri which actually looks really cool mm-hmm. number 9 is Roman J. Israel Esquire Number eight is A Bad Mom's Christmas. Number seven is The Star. Number six is Murder on the Orient Express. Number five is Daddy's Home 2. Number four is Thor, colon, Ragnarok. Number three is Wonder. Number two, Justice League. And at number one, Pixar's new movie, Coco. With uh, nearly 51 million it made over the weekend. Oh, wow. Just right. Um, They say it's the first movie that goes away with the, like, that Pixar like short at the beginning. Oh, really? Like there's, there's no there, there is a sh- oh. No, there is a short, but it's just a, um, 
what was that movie? Like the Ice Queen Disney one? What was that one? Frozen. Frozen. It's just like Olaf being Olaf. Oh. It's not an actual like, oh. yeah. Some some pretty disappointed people about that. Oh. <laughs> yeah. That's real. That's killer. Was Frozen Pixar? Disney. It's Disney, right? Yeah. But Disney on Pixar. Yeah, yeah. But. Okay. So they share assets. So the, I read an article. Lasseter, I read an article that said like this was just like a, uh, a merchandise pitch. Like, oh, forget oh. Olaf as the short at the beginning. Then they can maybe like move some more units. God. Oh. Damn it! Yeah, Disney. So apparently, Coco is amazing, but it's preceded by things that people are not interested in, oh. yeah, like commercials and Olaf. Oh. Um, yeah, it came out of nowhere for me. This film, Coco. I mean, I knew it was coming, but just really mm-hmm. suddenly, it's here right. it is. Um, yeah there you go alright better movies cool um, so before we did the weird thing that we're going to do because even more people might sign out <laughs> that, uh, I want to quickly tell you how you can help us and support us because we do do this for free and we do a whole bunch of it we do this almost every single Tuesday almost every single week because it fluctuates a little bit is this where I give my PayPal account or yes this okay. is where you okay. can <laughs> give us all that money alright um, all those tickets you didn't use up from Funfair Rights uh, so if you head on over to wearegeeks.com wearegeeks.com then you can patch on out to everything our social medias you can patch on out to our Twitch channel where we've got some stuff but mostly stuff is going to come in 2018 we've got some cool special surprises there so do subscribe just now wait for it to hit you in 2018 uh, also through wearegeeks.com you can then head on over to our iTunes which then you can listen to this podcast where we just talk about topical things most of the time that <laughs> <laughs> like just winter wonderland um, this is a special episode Nucci's yeah. here yeah you're welcome, buddy. Oh, um, <laughs> anytime people hear your voice, they're like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen this week. Um, and then every single Friday, we have the Horror Channel where we're reviewing another episode in a horror franchise retrospective as we walk all the way through an entire uh, series of movies. We've done Friday the 13th. We've done Nightmare on Elm Street. We've done Invasion of the Body Snatchers. We've done uh, other things too. Texas. Charles, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Thank you. <laughs> we're doing Charles Play right now. And to add to our stressful lives, we're also doing the Star Wars 10 films all the way leading up to The Last Jedi. Uh, we've had a little break for a couple of weeks because we've been reformatting how our podcasts are edited the, in order, but we're still sticking schedule, so don't worry. It's going to be coming out now on Mondays, on Wednesdays and on Saturdays, I think, something like that. Uh, but a whole bunch of stuff. So it'll be going up up until Christmas. Then we're going to stop doing that stuff because it's crazy. But the regular show will continue and the horror channel will continue every Friday. Uh, it's already planned out for next year. I'm excited about some of the horror stuff we're going to be talking about. Um, what else can you do blah 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 you can also email us directly through weirdgeeks.com just hit the little mail button and if you don't want to and you like to do it through your own proprietary means or methods then just type in mail at weirdgeeks.com mail at weirdgeeks.com uh, probably feel free to do whatever at weirdgeeks.com I guess it will get to me I think don't know Oh. Give it a go. If I don't get it, <laughs> well, well, you'll never know. Um, you can talk to me on all the social medias, Mr. Al White, and also on the Xboxes, Mr. Michael Avila. Yeah. Twitter is Mikey Nooch. And then on Xbox, Mikey Nooch, but there's there's a space in between. Yeah, just to be yeah. different. Yep, just to be different. Haruka, have you looked up any of your social medias? Uh, no, but I think my Instagram is ruka.haruka. And sure. Twitter's... Haruka Bay? Yeah, I, I think I checked say. out your Twitter. You are just Haruka oh, yeah. Abe. Okay, cool. So people can check you out there. Okay. See what you're yep. up to. Yeah. Thank you both for joining me. But guess what? Before we get out of here, extra little surprise. Uh, we went to also on our trip today around London, Nooch, mm-hmm. a great chocolate shop. We did. It's called Melt. It is called Melt. It's in Notting Hill. Uh, they make their own chocolates in house. It smells fantastic. They are very bespoke in the, like, these little square packages that they do it in simple design, great flavors. Um, 
you've never had any of these before and it turns out i think haruka you said you've never had no any i haven't no well, guess what now's your lucky days i've got five flavors in front of me we're gonna do the thing that is horrible in any podcast <laughs> it's called eating food <laughs> eating food oh, so if you could eat it away from the mic that'd be great sure uh, but we're going to go through. Let's very, start simple. Very curious what love tastes like. Yeah, no, we're going to leave love and that one till the end. We'll do it in this order. Let's go. Like, let's go. See. Well, what if love is terrible? Love is kind of what they're known for. Oh, oh. But okay. actually, this one's a new one, so I want to leave that one. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to start off just with a simple one. This is almond. We're not sponsored by Melt in any way. Although um, almonds, they could. Right? Yeah, it'd be great if they did. Yeah, not going to totally. So this one's actually dark chocolate, which I'm not a big fan of. It says silky milk. No, which where are we at? Almond. Nutty dark. Nutty dark milk chocolate. Yeah. Thank you, sir. Here's a little bit. Thank you. Try a little bit. You might not want to eat the whole thing. Don't eat the whole thing or eat the whole thing? Well, you've got quite a lot of chocolate to get from. Oh, yeah. We're chewing. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, it goes mm. a little bit of down now. Um, I get what they're saying with the with the dark milk. That definitely is like a dark milk. It tastes like milk, but there's a richness there that's mm. not normally there in the milk. Is that just less milk <laughs> you put in? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Skimmed. Kind of like an Addo. I like it. The almonds do it for me. Um, now we're going to a new flavor that they got called Toast and Marmalade. I'm excited about this one. Because I want to know how you get across that toast and marmalade. Very British flavors. How do you get the toast in? This one's pure milk. You toast it and then you crunch it up. Mm. Oh, I like that immediately. It's mm. got a nice orangey tang with a little crunch. There's one thing I don't like mm -hmm. too much is the combination of chocolate and orange. Are you not a fan of orange and chocolate? Mm. No, it's actually very good, but I'm not a huge fan of it. Yeah, I, I like my orange and chocolate. Um, that's great. That little crunching mm. is nice. But where's yep. the toast? You know, getting a little just, crunch? Just a crunch? That's, I, I think it's more like, it's like tiny croutons. Right. <laughs> 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 Leave it there if we get confused. Um, I like that one. Where should we go next? We've got Love, Popcorn, and Sesame Strip. Uh, popcorn. Okay. A bit of popcorn. This is actually the podcast that my girlfriend wants to run. <laughs> 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 So how would they keep from like being silent all the time while chewing? Yeah, I know. That's the problem. This one's popcorn. Ooh, that smells nice. There's, I can see some popcorn in it. Yeah, they just chop popcorn right in. Mm, yeah, basically, yeah. But it's retained it. It's not gone too soggy. Actually. It doesn't come through the chocolate mm. too, too well. No. It's more texture thing and than the flavor. If you smell it, it smells good. But mm. I only taste oh, I've got a big bit there. Oh, I got a big bit now. Oh, yeah. I just got it. Mm. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's my favorite so far. Yeah, it's good. No, it's good. Um, we're so lucky no one actually spent, like, no one paid for us. <laughs> <laughs> we're here by our own accord. <laughs> sure. Because we'd never get away from this if we were doing for a company. This is a strip bar, Sesame Strip. In silky milk chocolate. See, that silky sounds milk nice. chocolate. I mean, they're standard mm. great milk chocolate. I, I am a fan of the milk chocolate. I'm more of a milk chocolate fan than a dark chocolate fan, though. 
Yeah, it's like the popcorn one without the popcorn. Yeah, I was expecting more sesame. That's what I was hoping for. Mm. I was hoping for like an actual strip yeah. of sesame mm -hmm, all the way mm -hmm. through. I'm not getting it. I'm very disappointed. No. Again, I like the sesame that's there, but I just want more of it. Right. So I'm not going to say I like it less than popcorn. My expectations were just perhaps yep. in the wrong place. Mm -hmm. And the last one's love, which is a real staple of theirs. It's got a full team, fuel team, and everything. You, you speak French. Right, but what are you trying to say? <laughs> <laughs> I have no, no idea what you're trying to say. Fuletine. F U. That word on the back. No idea. Mmm. 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 Oh, yeah. Mm. So it's in. So it's a sheet. It's like a sheet or something in there. Yeah. It's like a wafer mm -hmm. yeah. sheet, basically. Kind of like a fancy Kit Kat. Sure. I taste a lot of dairy. Mm. It's quite dairy. Mm. Then that's why I like the milk chocolate. Got a lot of dairy in there. I think essentially, like, they definitely leave, lead heavily on the chocolate compared mm -hmm. to the ingredient. That one's rich, actually. There's mm. like some richness there. I could do with slightly more of each ingredient in each one, other than the toasted marmalade, the marmalade which I think it's the right balance. Um, and well, almonds are almonds, so mm. it's kind of hard to. Yeah, I wouldn't mind the almonds being embedded more though; they're kind of sitting in it. <laughs> um, my personal favorite, actually, in a moment, I think it's a toasted marmalade. I'm gonna go with uh, mm. with popcorn. Yeah, I think I'm gonna go with popcorn as well. Popcorn. Mm. Mm -hmm. There you go. There's that salty buttery oh, chocolate. Good. And <laughs> for your information, it's ten past two in the morning. So you know, here we are <laughs> eating delicious chocolate at ten past two in the morning. Um, next week we we might not review any fun fairs on chocolate. <laughs> you, you can't be sure, um, but we'll find out. Uh, we'll be back next Tuesday. Thank you very much for listening. And we're out. All right, geeks. Geeks. I'm just gonna keep eating chocolate. It's fine. This is like a mystery box. What, which, we, which we yeah. did today. We did yeah. today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm sure that's how we decided where we ate dinner. Yeah. Mystery box. Yeah, yeah. I like it. I like it. It's nice yeah. to think of the podcast. You yeah. got a week in. Could be hot box. trash. Well, or it could be cold trash. <laughs> you really went all in with the uh, with the jungle gyms. Not the jungle gyms, but the uh, the fun houses. The fun houses. Hey, we went all in. Like you're gonna do it. You got to break it down. Our foot killed Tambo. Yeah. He's not here. Where like, is oh, he? Like, oh, they really were fucking kidding that they're yeah, gonna yeah. go through all the fun houses. <laughs> Maybe he just he took a lying down in the other room, just yeah. like blacked out. Right. Maybe so he's masturbating. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> you know what he's he says there? into the mic he's, that's recording. He's listening to a fun fair talk. He's like, you know what I need. <laughs> <laughs> I need some fun time on my own. Oh, I'm totally leaving all of this in. <laughs> oh,